Do you remember your first argument? And if so, who won? Um, man, I, I don't remember the exact argument, but I can guarantee she won. Um. <laughs> Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. Michael Colton Dixon. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing well. Okay, so who used the full name more, your mom or your dad? Um, it, it depended on what I've done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've done something bad. I think they, they both used it. But did you, um, did you hear it very often growing up? No, not not very often. I think my sister heard her full name more often than I heard mine. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're a junior. Um, I'm a junior as well. Did you? Well, I say you're a junior. You're named after your dad, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's correct. Is there a junior in there, or is it just Michael Colton Dixon? No, just um, just Michael Colton. Um, I've gone by Colton my whole life, so um, I actually haven't even thought that the junior, you know, was a thing. But I guess you're right because uh, I was named after my dad. Well, just be just be glad that they didn't tag you with that. I did, and I was always the, the phone would ring, and one of my friends would call. And my mom would say, "Little Ted or Big Ted?" Oh, I hated that. <laughs> Couldn't stand that. <laughs> Colton That's Dixon awesome. hanging out with us here from a tour bus somewhere, from what I understand. That is correct. Actually, the tour bus was full, so I'm in a lawn chair um, right outside the tour bus. Oh, there so, you go. Are yeah, there making it work? Are there cribs on the tour bus? There are cribs, um, <laughs> bunks, um, but uh, people are going in and out, so I figured this might be, sure, might be a little sure. more peaceful. How conducive is a tour bus for twins, baby twins? Oh, it is. It's not. Um, <laughs> not at all. Um, we haven't tried that yet. I don't know if we'll try it in the baby phase. Probably not. But, um, yeah, I, I know other artists who have uh, – who have done the baby thing on the road. And if you have your own bus dedicated to family, that's one thing. But when you're on a a bus with your crew and and band guys, that's just a lot. It's a lot to juggle for everyone. You'd you'd have crew members getting off that tour saying, never again, never again. Probably, (laughs) yeah. Colton, on October 19th, you turn 30. Is there anything that you want to accomplish or experience before you leave your 20s behind? Man, um... That is crazy to think about. I haven't really thought about that. Um, man, my 20s have been so much fun. Um, I've got to live a lot of life, and, and I, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, um, I feel like age at this point, especially now that I have kids, I don't focus on it as much. Maybe pre-kids, my wife and I were like, hey, like, we're still young. Like, let's go travel. Let's go do this. And, and not that that's come to an end, but life just looks different now. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I, I I wanted to have kids before I was thirty, um, or that was the goal anyway. So um, we've done that twice over. So, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm happy, man. Um, is there 30, any is there any TV shows that you wish you'd been on? I mean, you've been on The Doctors, you've been on Ellen, you've been <laughs> on the Today Show, you've been on uh, Late Night with Jay Leno. Is there any TV shows you thought you would be on before you hit thirty? Man, there's there's one guy that I want to meet. His name is Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, um, I uh, I don't even have to be on the show. I just want to meet the guy because <laughs> I think he's hilarious. Seems like a good hang, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so another way to twist that are you where you thought you would be by the age of 30 anything you'd like to do a little different maybe um i would probably say no but that doesn't necessarily mean i'm 
unhappy with where I am. It just looks different. Um, I mean, the the obvious one is I didn't think I would ever have twins. Um, so that's, <laughs> you know, thrown, you know, myself into a, a loop a little bit at first. Anyway, now I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. But, sure. Um, but yeah. Um, especially with this last year with COVID and how that's affected touring and, and whatever that, that kind of put a pause, um, on a lot of goals and where, you know, what we were, um, achieving for in a business slash career where you want to be since, but, um, but man, um, I'm really thankful for, um, a great wife and I found a great thing and, and, uh, so thankful for her. And, and now, uh, our family has doubled in size and, and, uh, it's just, man, it's just amazing. You know, um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sure at 20 years old, I'm like, oh, well, I would love to be headlining arenas and you know, that's every musician's goal. Sure. But, um, but on a more like family oriented side, my expectations have been, um, man, just exceeded more than I could ever express. So, well, you know, so in, a, in a way, looking at the whole COVID pandemic thing and you guys having twins, that could have be, could be looked at as God was saying, here, I've, I've served up this perfect opportunity for you to spend more time at home. Yeah, he'll, he'll take that which is meant for evil and turn it for our good, right? So yeah. a huge blessing in disguise for us. I was able to be home, and, and otherwise, we just dropped in music, you know, in, uh, I think it's April of that year. So uh, we would have been out touring that thing, you know, like there's no tomorrow. So um, huge blessing in disguise that I was able to spend for several months at home every second with my wife and those girls. Yeah. You and I both grew up as youth group kids, uh, very mm-hmm. involved in church. Is is that something that you definitely want for your two kids? Why would you say that's so important? Absolutely. Um, honestly, just having having like-minded people around you and people that will challenge you and, and um, not just, you know, um, in life in general, but spiritually is so important. Um, that's at any age, but you're so impressionable in your high school years. And, and, um, a lot of those decisions can, um, dictate the trajectory of the rest of your life. So I'm thankful for just a solid youth pastor and really great friends, um, that, you know, we would meet up every week, um, on Wednesday and, um, apart from church on Sunday. And, and, uh, it was just a blast, man. Some of, some of my favorite memories in high school were from youth group and, just having that community of people again who um, keep you accountable, um, but also push you to be the best version of you that you could be is so important. So, absolutely um, can't wait um, to see um, who uh, you know my daughter's friends are. My wife and I already pray into that, even though they're nine months old. But God's <laughs> around them with godly friends. Um, who will challenge them to be the best person they could be? For so. sure. Hey, why is American Idol better than The Voice? That is a good question. Um, I understand that my opinion is not everyone's opinion, but um, I'll give you two reasons. Um, this doesn't apply to every single person, uh, contestant, I guess. But man, I feel like the voice is so focused on the show itself that once a winner is named, it, I, I feel like there aren't as many well-known people yeah. in the voice. Um, I don't think that's the contestant's fault necessarily. I just feel like that organization is more focused on making a TV show than making the next pop star or whatever, however you want to phrase that. Sure. The other reason why I don't love the voice is the battle rounds. I think that is the most ridiculous thing 
you've got a country singer with like uh, a kid who's grown up singing gospel music entire life. Of course, the gospel singer is going to out sing the country guy. It's, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just technically a better singer. That doesn't mean I would rather buy that record, you know, but that seems so silly to me. And it made me mad the first time I saw it. So I just, I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Um, that's probably why. I would I would go with Idol over the voice. Good, very politically correct answer. Good job, good job. Yeah. Hey, your sister auditioned and competed with you on American Idol. Is she still singing and pursuing a music career? Yeah, um, you know my sister has an incredible voice, and she's so talented. I feel like music comes and goes with her in seasons. Um, she likes, she loves having her hand involved in anything you know like one minute she's going to flea markets and flipping furniture and the next minute she's in the <laughs> studio recording one of the coolest songs i've ever heard in my life you know it's just who she is um she's actually about to get married so she's her her she's on that like off season of music right now focused on something else but um man i think she's so talented and she has such a gift not only with music but with people so i'm excited to see how she uses that how god uses that through her and and uh yeah man um She's amazing, so I'd definitely be on the lookout for her. Her name's Skylar. Has has Skylar asked brother to sing in her wedding? Um, you know what? The um, this is actually her second wedding. Long story short, gotcha. Um, gotcha. first wedding didn't work out, but um, so she's keeping it really simple this time around, and and uh, it's actually um, thirty people, I think, and it's more of an elope situation. But we yeah. want to be there to root her on, and her and her husband Nick, and Too and cool. uh, we're really excited for them. So she's keeping it pretty chill. That's but, um, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, what's the secret to Colton Dixon hair? Colton Dixon hair. Um, wow. Um, let's see. It, it helps whenever you're driving fast. You stick your head out the window and it kind of <laughs> fixes itself. Um, some good hair products and a good blow dryer. That's the secret to Colton Dixon hair. Yeah. And and, and bleach. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do you ever cross over and uh, tap into Matty Mullins, you know, his hair care products? Dude, I uh, I am such a big fan of Matty Mullins. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of have a man crush on Matty <laughs> Mullins. Um, I've actually never tried his hair, hair oh, line. Good um, stuff, I man. Need to, I need to try it. Yes, um, you do. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, so Colton, your parents own, this is probably one of my favorite things about Colton Dixon, your parents own an axe-throwing and escape room facility in Murfreesboro. Did That's you correct. ever wish, you know, did you ever say, Mom, Dad, what were you, why'd you wait so long? Why didn't you have this when I was growing up? Um, I'll be honest. We, we went and played an escape room as a family. It was my second one I've ever played, the first one. And we left, we love escape rooms, we love things like that, but we left. And they looked at us and like, we could do that. And my sister and I both were like, yeah, maybe not. Like, <laughs> maybe, I, I know you're on a, on a high because you just walked out of an escape room, but maybe, maybe stick to what you do, you know? Um, <laughs> but they did it, you know? I'm so proud of them. They, uh, they, their last escape room is called uh, Frankenstein's based on, Love you know, it. Oh, love it! Find, finding finding all the right components to bring Frankenstein to life, which is so fun, and uh, it it is the number twenty five game in the world. Get out of town! I'm like, I'm like, how? Murfreesboro, Tennessee, of all places. Um, I don't know who rates that and how that works, but um, it's there. It's up on the website. So I'm like, wow, that is incredible. And their axe throwing place is great as well. Um, 
and this is just I'm surprised and not surprised as well. They just started doing knife throwing as well as axe throwing. Oh wow! And my dad is number two in the world knife throwing. Oh my goodness! Was, was on ESPN whole nine yards. I'm like, that's just who my parents are, man. They they get involved with something and they go all in. They do all the research and they figure out how to do it um, the best they know how and and uh, and they kill it. I'm really proud of them. But yeah, it's it's super fun having having access to escape rooms and axe throwing <laughs> whenever we want. I do wish it came earlier in life. It would have been fun. <laughs> well, I proudly wear the Jack Splits t-shirt almost uh, every week, so love it. Love That's amazing. It. I love that. Hey, you're, Annie, your wife of five years this year, do you remember your first argument? And if so, who won? Um, man, I, I don't remember the exact argument, but I can guarantee she won. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the first argument was. Um we don't argue a lot, um, which I'm so thankful for. But, um, yeah, I, I can go out on a limb and say she won. I think she wins 99.9% of them. There you and go. And the point the point 0.1% that I think I win, she probably won that one too. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. Well, let's turn this positive. What would Annie say is your most endearing quality? And then what would you say she would say is the first thing that you need some improvement on? Um, I'll start with the second question. Um, communication. I am a, I like texting over talking on the phone. I just always have, um, it, it's to the point it's, you know, whatever. Um, I'm, that's just the way I function even out on the road. I'm all about efficiency and stuff. Um, but it's not very relational and it's not intentional. So she would probably say communication. Um, but most endearing quality, I think she would probably say my love for people. Oh, cool. Um, I genuinely just uh, love people, and I want to see them. Um, I just want to see them be the best version of them that they could be. So um, that's why I do what I do. I, I have a front row seat into what God's doing in their life, and I get to see the light bulb come on, or I get to hear about it after the show, and and um, thankful that I get to be a part of that. But I think she would say that. Good, good. Deal. Okay, we'll just turn the just turn the coin on the other side. What would you say is Annie's most endearing quality? And I'll protect you. I won't ask you the second part. <laughs> Smart man, um, man. She has so many amazing qualities. Um, her um, her passion, um, not just for God, but things of God, is so inspiring to me. It's one of one of the first things that I noticed about her other than her looks because my wife is a very beautiful and attractive woman um, but uh, she just when she starts talking about something it, at first I thought she was mad about I, I thought I did something wrong but that's just how passionate she gets she's just like she wants to see a change in this and she just gets so excited about it and and um, I think it's one of her strengths she just has such a way um, of leading people in that, especially with women. Um, she's, uh, when, when we're out in public or when we're with friends, I just see the way other women and other wives, and um, I see the way they look at Annie. Um, she just has really great leadership qualities about her. I go on and on and on about my <laughs> Well, let's change it up. I, I know you could probably go on and on about this, too, and if we were here in person, you'd probably flip your phone around and show me probably an hour's worth of pictures here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ava and Athens, twin daughters, will be one in August. Does it feel like this first year has flown by? And what have they taught you most in this first year of life? Um, it has. Huh, I think it's flown by. My wife might 
say otherwise. Um, these last three months have looked probably different than, than what most people would think, just me being on the road and, and getting to see them when I can. Um, I'm thankful for a wife who believes in what I do. Um, if I didn't have that, this would be that much harder. Um, but, um, man, they've taught me um, about love, even just how I view God's love for us. Um, I've heard so many people talk about this. It's like, man, when you have kids, you just didn't, you didn't know that you could love someone so much. And they flip that, obviously, um, to how God loves us as kids. And, and uh, it's just given me new perspective into that, and, and I'm grateful for that. Um, they are, man, they're awesome. Actually, it's been a little over three weeks since I've seen them. And I see wow. them uh, in two days, and I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> for those that don't know the story, I mean, you all were on The Doctors. You were on you know, all these different shows, and everybody kept saying that those are two little walking miracles. Can you, can you yeah. share briefly the story? Why, why, yeah. What was the difference in that and any other birth of twins? Sure. So um, pregnancy went great. Uh, Annie went 39 and a half weeks of twins, which is a week and a half past her due date. All the women listening, you're like, oh, my word, that's insane. <laughs> um, but we get to the hospital, and there weren't necessarily any complications. It was just taking longer than, than we wanted, that the doctors wanted. So we kind of had to, to punt and go to a C-section. Um, which wasn't our first choice, but we wanted healthy babies and we wanted to meet them and it was time. And what had happened was, um, little Ava Dior, um, she came out first or she was going to be the first one out, but she had already started that birthing process. She was in the birth canal and I don't know if that just cut off oxygen to her. I'm, I'm not sure what happened. She was stunned. Um, but she was not breathing and didn't have a pulse when she came out, which is really scary. Um, Athens came out kicking and screaming, so we knew she was good. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, little Dior next to us, we uh, it, we kind of had that moment. We both grew up in church our whole lives, but we had that decision to make. It's like, okay, do we uh, do we practice what we preach, um, or do we give in to fear? Um, but I'm so glad um, that my wife and I are on the same page about those things, that so we chose faith, and we started praying into that situation, and, and we give credit where credit's due, we believe. Um, God either reached in and and touched our daughter, or He works through those doctors and nurses. But um, either way, it was a miracle that Dior is happy, healthy, alive, and well. Um, she's the sweetest little baby. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, man, it was quite a scare. But we're thankful to be on the other side of it. And in reality, it was probably only a couple of minutes. But I bet you that felt like eternity. Oh, it did. It, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, minute and a half, two minutes. But it did. It felt like twenty minutes. Um, wow. everything was in slow motion and, and, um, even seeing the look on the doctor's faces, they're trying to be very subtle. But of course, in those moments, I, I was more perceptive than I've ever been in my entire life. Right? right. You know, you're like looking for any sign of, of hope there and just wasn't getting anything from the doctors in a positive way. So it's like, okay, we need to turn our focus to God here. Um, he's the one that can do something about this. So yeah, it was crazy glad it's over and then you're probably also concerned and worried about being strong for annie there too right yeah a lot of thoughts go through your head um annie's a very very strong woman and and um she's she's very independent she's been very well taught as well she she definitely like leans on me for those big things but um there are times where i lean on her as well there was a time where i was going through a phase of not knowing whether music was 
was in the future or not. And I just remember leaning on her and, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for her. We do that with each other, but that was a moment where we both just understood the magnitude of the situation. So we just, we dove into prayer pretty much right away. Super cool. Okay. So what would you tell an expectant first time parent, your favorite parenting hack, favorite thing you've learned about being a parent? Um, might be TMI. Um, if you uh, if you are going the formula route, I'll put it that way. Okay. There is a there is a baby Keurig, and it changed our lives. <laughs> a baby you, Keurig? Never heard of that. It is incredible. Um, what is it called? Um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting what. It, um, I'll think of it. Um, or if I don't think of it while I'm on the phone, I'll. I'll we can Google it. it. We can Google it. Yeah. But basically, you load the formula in the top, and then you have water as well. Yeah. And it, it mixes it for you, and it comes out the right temperature in 10 seconds. Oh, you my goodness. how many ounces you want. Because before, like, you would have to, um, you have to make it, you'd have to, you know, um, get the, you'd have to wait on the water, or you'd have to do the whole bottle warmer thing. Yeah. That is a thing of the past. Wow. It, you press a button. It's there when a baby's crying. Oh, buddy, um, it is a lifesaver. That is probably that is probably one of my favorite hacks that oh, we have. My goodness, that every every new parent, if you're going to invest in one thing, do that. You know, my my youngest is 25 now, and I'll tell you the biggest life hack for me when he was born was a little diaper genie that you put the diapers in there and twist it, and it you know enclosed oh, in a plastic man. bag. That's nothing compared to a, a formula cure. Goodness gracious! The, the, the diaper genie is a thing, though. Um, let's be real. We uh, <laughs> we have something similar, and yeah, to not smell that all the time is a miracle. <laughs> All right. So, honestly, who has fake slept the most this first year when one or both of the girls were crying in the middle of the night? Oh, that's hilarious. Um, I have gotten more sleep than my wife, so we'll just leave it at that. My <laughs> wife, um, yeah, man, my, my wife's folks basically were, <laughs> uh, moved, they basically moved in with us the first month. Um, we had them, and, and Annie's actually with them now while I'm on the road, but um, Annie's mom deserves an award as well as Annie. Um, they were they were staying up with them through the night, most nights. Um, I had a couple shifts, but I, I can't really say much, so Annie definitely takes the cake there. Oh, my goodness. Made to Fly, great song, a little bit different from the normal, or at least what we were used to from the Colton Dixon vibe here. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah, um, I haven't necessarily heard that from, from other people, but that's something I, I think as well. Um, man, the way I approach music, oh, there's sound check, and I hope you, hope you still got me. Um, You're good. You're good. The, the way I approach music is, uh, man, I, I get inspired by um, whether the song's title or what we're talking about that day, and I kind of let the music just go there. I'm not necessarily like, oh, well, that doesn't fit what we've done in the past. I just, I'm always down... Um, for the ride um, and I kind of let the music take me wherever it needs to go so um, with Made to Fly that was one of those songs like it, it kind of just the, the the meaning of that song just kind of felt like an old churchy hymn um, we of course put a modern spin on that musically but um, yeah I'm, I'm really happy with the way that one turned out 
Um, glad you guys are liking it as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, you mentioned Soundcheck. You're on a drive-in tour with Jordan Feliz and Skillet. That's quite the combination. Talk about the cool kids table there. Uh, you're going to be up here in <laughs> Athens on June the 8th. Before you started performing at drive-ins, had you and Annie ever been to one? Um, we actually never went to a drive-in um, for a movie. We don't have one super close um, to our place, and she didn't either. Um, we may have <laughs> we may have talked about that at one point, um, but I, I don't think we ever made it out to one. Um, I've done a couple drive-in shows over this last year. Um, I, Annie actually has not seen any of those shows, so she'll be in Tulsa here in a couple days. It'll be her first. It'll be our first drive-in together. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to sneak in the trunk to get in. That's cool. I'm almost done with you, Colton, because I know you got to get going here. As I've gotten older, I've confused my three kids so many times, calling them by the wrong <laughs> names and everything. Have you gotten the girls confused yet? I mean, didn't I already change that diaper? Or? Yep, absolutely. We are actually at church, and I heard my wife um uh, someone was meeting the girls for the first time, so she was introducing them by name. And, and I, in the back of my head, I was like, she got that wrong. Um, <laughs> and, and we get to the car, and at, you shouldn't do this, men. Don't ever correct your wife um, if it doesn't matter. Just, just don't do it. Um, but we battles. get to the car, and, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, like you introduced them wrong. I noticed. You know, just being funny, of course. But she's like, no, that is Athens. And I'm like, no, that's Dior. And then I look, and I had it wrong. <laughs> like, wow. Um, they had little hats on. And, man, the, the older they get, the more identical they actually look. We could tell them apart pretty easily um, up until maybe a month ago. But now it's getting a little harder. Their hair are both, you know, looking similar. And it's wild. <laughs> wild. All right, flat build hats. I don't get it, man. What's up with that? I, um, I'm not a big flat bill guy either. Um, I tried for a season. Um, not really my thing. Um, I like a good baseball cap. I also like the military um, short brim hat. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what you call those. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not a flat bill guy either. Uh, we sell them because a lot of people <laughs> are into them. <laughs> not, not like the I'm Jordan Felice Smokey the Bear hats. You're talking about the Army, the Army green ones that kind of have the little yeah. short bill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm into those. Um, yeah. No, Jordan rocks the uh, yeah. luxurious hats. He actually sells them at his merch table, which is oh brilliant. Oh my gosh! Um, I know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna snack one and wear it on stage. Be funny one night. <laughs> All um, right. When you get older, what do you want your girls to know most about 2020? Hmm. To know most about 2020. Their first year of life. Um, contrary to what people, most people look at 2020 as being. Um, so far, it was the best year um, of their parents' lives because they were born. That's yeah. what I would want. That's cool. All right, my very last question for you, Colton. How can I and how can our listeners pray and minister to Colton Dixon and his family right now? Uh, just honestly, lift up our family in general. Um, touring can be hard on families, and and um, like I said, I'm so glad that my wife is on board and like-minded in what I do, but um, I want to... I wanna, be the best dad that I can be and be the best husband I can be. And, and, um, yeah, um, touring can just add a, a little extra difficulty in, in what that looks like. So, um, yeah, just, uh, lift our family up in that way and, and, uh, that we can continue, um, 
loving on people as a family unit. Um, because just because I'm out here and they're not doesn't mean that my wife and kids aren't just as much a part of what I do as I am. So, um, yeah, that'd be it, brother. Can I send you off in prayer? Yes, sir. Hey, God, thank you for Colton. Thank you for his family. Thank you for Annie and the girls. And God, I just pray that you would continue to to bless them, protect them, guide them, lead them, help Colton to put up those boundaries that you want him to put up, to know when to say yes and when to say no, and for to give Annie the uh, uh, the, the wisdom to know when she needs to say and, and guide him in that, helping him do that. God, I pray you continue to bless their health and their safety, protect them when they're away and when they're together. God, I pray that that time is just so sweet because you're in the middle of it be with colton tonight and jordan and the guys from the gang from skillet as they get together as they share your ministry your words your encouragement your love your excitement to people that are there god that's what he's doing it for is to make sure people are pointed to you bless him and keep him safe thank you for what you're doing in and through him and just protect him in your name we pray amen hope talk a pcm podcast 